Hey, this is Nick here, senior writer over at Sports Pack 12, and this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So send in your written questions wherever the frick you are in the conference, baby. Send them in. Send them in. And I'll respond via podcast form, and fellow senior writer Dane Miller will respond via written column. So seriously, send them in. I have a lot of fun doing this research, giving back the knowledge, the love, learning your concerns, all that, baby. We got the love, the knowledge. I'm going to give back to the people. Got to do it for yourself first. That's my ethics lessons, but then I'm here for you, the people. So from down south to Arizona, to east out to Utah, to east, to the west out to the Palouse of Washington State, we got the Cali schools, we got the Oregon schools, we got Buffs Nation. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, in its in our entirety, we make up the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12, and we're better for it. So without further ado, send in your questions. Let's come together and la 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 la. Let's get to it. Today's question is from Jonah in LA, and it reads, Nick, baby, who will be the next Pac-12 football coach to get fired? First and foremost, Jonah, you're speaking my language out here. You may have a special place in my heart now. I feel you, baby. Let's do this. We out here. Sports Pac-12. Okay. In all seriousness, let's get to the actual question here. So, again, who will be the next Pac-12 football coach to get fired? So, if you're looking at it from the outside, there's only three real options, and that's going to be Chip Kelly for UCLA. Clay Helton at USC, and Kevin Sumlin at Arizona. And for me, there's only one real obvious choice. I know a lot of people in USC feel very strongly about Clay Helton. I'm here to defend him. I actually think he's done a better job than he gets credit for. But I do understand the program reputation that the Trojans want to uphold. And I mean, rightfully so. They have the West Coast's most dominant program. You've heard me say it before. I'll say it again. But again, USC and Clay Helton. The reason I don't think he's going to be the first to go out of this trio is because he's very solid recruiting classes in 2017 and 2018. Both years, those were the best classes in the Pac-12 and fourth nationally. 2019 followed that with the third best class in the Pac-12. And so I think all these recruits are going to put together a solid year this year. I don't think that they're just going to fall off the map. Like, I mean, they're 8-5 and five last season with a lot of injuries. I mean, they won a game with their third string starting quarterback in Matt Fink. Keaton Slovis emerged as a true freshman, so I think... You will see some really cool things this year. I think that Keed Slovis at quarterback, along with the combination of Amon Ross St. Brown and Tyler Vons at wideout, tight end Drake London, uh, tight end Drake London, they should have enough to win a couple games. But just looking at their schedule in the first five, they're at Alabama versus New Mexico, at Stanford versus Arizona State, and at Utah. So I think very realistically, they're going to get blown out of the water against Alabama. I know USC is decent talent, but this is the Crimson Tide we're talking about. It's not technically a road game but it might as well be it's in texas and i mean i guess that's kind of in between but alabama's probably gonna have a better showing at that just throwing that out there they should be able to beat new mexico should be able to beat stanford and arizona state the one thing that could really slip them up here is a loss at stanford i think if that happens and they fall off one and two then a seat gets very hot but i just don't see that happening i think usc finds a way gets off to two and one setting up a big early season matchup against Arizona State. So I really think that they can get it done. And I'm not going to bet on Clay Helton getting kicked out of town mid-season. But it is possible. That's definitely possible. But he's not going to be my choice. So I'm not spending any more time on him. Gosh, get on with it, Nick. So Chip Kelly, UCLA, also on the hot seat. I mean, we all know his amazing run at Oregon at USC. Or excuse me, whoa, can't make that mistake. At a UCLA, he's not found the same success. But one thing last year was... Even though they finished with a pretty bad record, I didn't write it down, probably should have. I think it was 4-8. and eight. There was a point in the season last year where they actually were in the running for the South title. 
I believe they had a game against Utah where they got blown out of the water. But previous to that, they pulled off three in a row and they were actually competing for the South title. I know that sounds absolutely crazy, but that's a factual statement. I mean, and they had a young quarterback last year. They lost Joshua Kelly. Um, Dorian Thompson Robinson's back this year. But again, I just don't see him having a tough year. I think USC has enough talent on the squad to win some games. I don't think they're going to be amazing by any means necessary. I just don't think he's going to do poor enough to get fired. I'm scrolling back and forth on my laptop right now to find their recruits. And so in 20, 2020, the sixth ranked class in the Pac-12, 2019, sixth ranked class in the Pac-12, and 2018 and 2017, the fourth ranked class in the Pac-12. So recruiting has been decent enough under him where you think they should have some talent again to win some games. And I know this doesn't seem like a big deal. Why are you talking about this in terms of coaching and fires? Because, well, in college football, it's not all about results like the NFL level. Obviously, there's a profit level involved at the professional ranks. But at college, there's three facets. And that's, are you getting players drafted? Are you recruiting well? And are you winning games? And on top of that, you have to represent the university, you know, with a solid face. Don't be doing mysterious things you could be doing in the NFL. I mean, you're representing a school, a learning institution of higher knowledge. So you do need to represent that. With that being said, I think that Chip Kelly is going to do a pretty good job this year. I don't think it's going to be amazing, but I think that their schedule really does help. They host New Mexico State. They're at Hawaii and they're at San Diego State. So I believe they can get off to a 3-0 start, which should really secure his position for at least the rent. For, for at least the rest of the season. So I think they should be all right on that note. Then versus Stanford and versus Arizona. So they have a very real chance of starting off 4-1. and one. Granted, if they have a slip-up, his seat does get hotter. But I don't see it happening. Hawaii is the new head coach, so they should be all right. And again, hosting New Mexico State, that should be a cakewalk. So Chip Kelly, safe. Clay Helton, middle, <laughs> kind of safe. Not really, but he need. I'm going to bank on him to win that Stanford game. Which leaves me only one answer and that is Kevin Sumlin. And oh my goodness, Arizona's program has taken a definite nosedive under Kevin Sumlin. It's been real bad. This season, they have the worst incoming recruiting class in the Pac-12. They did not get one player drafted in the NFL draft. In 2020, I just said that they have the worst class in the Pac-12. They don't have a player signed for the 2021 class. In 2018 and 2019, they have the 11th ranked class in the Pac-12. Nick, can you say anything else? That's a lot of fast talking. So in other words, they've recruited terribly for the past four years. Doesn't look like that's going to change. They didn't get one player drafted to the NFL, so they're not achieving anything on that level. And for me, this is the one thing where I'm going to separate Clay Helton and Chip Kelly from Kevin Sumlin. So if you want to remember, whoa, I was kind of way too excited for this point. So if you want to remember one thing from this podcast, it's going to be this right here. I'm a big advocate of how a team plays on the field. So if you look at UCLA last year, they made that run. Even though they looked like their seasons would be absolutely nothing, they made that run and they competed for the South title at a point. Didn't compete all the way to the end, but they made it interesting. I mean, I was super excited when they played Utah. I was like, can they really pull this off? So they drew your interest, kept fans around. You look at USC, Clay Helton's really only had one bad year in four, to be quite frank. Eight and five last year, made a bowl game with a backup true freshman quarterback and a decimated defense. So again, pretty solid in competing with the exception of, I believe it was the Holiday Bowl against Iowa where they got shellacked. I mean, they've, they've been competing with the exception of the Holiday Bowl. You look at Arizona on the other hand, and it's just abysmal. Ended last year on a seven game losing streak. Seven games. Four of those games, they got beaten by 20 points or more. And the closest result in any of those seven was they lost every game by 10 points. So they lost every single game by 10 points in the last seven and got blown out four times by 20 points or more. That's not competing. That's just bad. 
And they had a very solid quarterback in Khalil Tate. Obviously, there may have been some issues under the table in terms of his talent or maybe reading defenses. I think the talent's undeniable. Whatever it is, I'm not sure. Maybe he just wanted to study. Maybe my dude wanted to be a scientist and there's nothing wrong with that. But whatever it is, something didn't click. They have a new quarterback this year in Grant Cannell, but I just don't see him having enough to getting it done. Again, they lost J.J. Taylor at halfback along with Khalil Tate, so both those players are gone. And he's really looking pretty bare. I just don't see anything solid for Kevin Sumlin. Granted, the schedule starts off pretty easy for him with versus Hawaii, as previously mentioned, with a new head coach, Portland State and versus Stanford. So they could start off 3-0. I don't see them being able to beat Stanford at home, which sends them to 2-1. And then at Texas Tech, could fall to 2-2 quickly. Wouldn't it be a very interesting scenario if he got fired at Texas Tech? Coming from being the previous head coach at A&M, getting fired at your rival school, or your ex-rival school, that'd probably hurt a little bit. Not cheering for anything like that, but just something interesting to think about. So for me, Kevin Sumlin, the program has no direction, really just failing on all three levels. I mean, he's the only obvious choice to me. I just don't think he's really done anything solid. And Arizona was a pretty good program under Rich Rod. Not amazing by any means, by any means, but they were decent for darn sure. So again, Kevin Sumlin is the guy who's getting, he go, 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 get out of here. He getting out of here. His, his seat's getting hot. Send him out of town, maybe. So with that, again, Kevin Sumlin is going to be the next Pac-12 coach to be fired. Clay Helton might be right behind him. And I think Chip Kelly, because of his pre- his previous reputation and his pretty hefty contract, I don't think UCLA wants to buy him out. It's probably safer now, but his seat's definitely warm. That cushion's heating up. His cheeks are a little bit warm. All right, thanks for the question. Kevin Sumlin, get out of here.